And welcome to the highly controversial podcast. We are back, folks. Long and better time. than ever. No talk. I'm here with my boy Mook, and we're ready to bring the heat. How's Ain't everybody doing right? out there? We missed you guys. All right, so let's start off with a highly debated topic right off the rip. Um, it's combine season, the draft's right around the corner, and the Giants, our New York Giants, have the number two overall pick. What are we going to do with it? What I are we going to no do idea. with it? I have no idea. And this is my biggest thing. Um, well, today, obviously, it came out, uh, the GM, Gettleman, said that we are open to shopping that number two pick, which I didn't expect. I honestly didn't expect that to be like a, uh, you know, a storyline heading into the combine to the draft and everything. But I'm on board. I mean, listen, I don't feel strong enough about these quarterbacks. I don't know if I'm in the, you know, if I'm alone on this kind of thought, but I'm not strong enough or all in enough on any of these top four. If I'm taking any of them, I'm taking Baker or Lamar. Those are the two kids that I want to put my money on. I don't want the really? other kids. Yeah, the, like that's what I'm saying. I don't. I'm not that confident in any of these quarterbacks. That's I would crazy. take Barkley in a heartbeat because I think Barkley is a once in a generation kind of talent. But I don't okay. want to draft a quarterback at number two who's gonna just like that's not. I don't want us to be one of those franchises that just blows it. But you know, if we trade the pick, we can't get Barkley. Right. That's what I'm saying. But if we trade that pick to bolster the offensive line. Maybe get a linebacker or a second or third round draft pick. Another trade back in the first round, and then we could pick up someone like uh, that kid from uh, Rudolph from Oklahoma, uh, from Oklahoma State. Like I don't know. Like maybe if we want to go in the quarterback direction, but I don't think any of those kids in the top five are. Like it's crazy the way these people are. But Josh Allen. I mean, I know Barso and, and PMT are making a joke out of this, but like people are really saying he's like the top quarterback in the draft because he's like six foot five and he has big hands and he can throw the ball sixty yards like on his knees, like. I mean, it got help. Marcus Russell picked first, so it's not going to help. I don't understand. You've it. seen it work, but I, honestly, I think the Giants made it pretty clear today that they're not taking a quarterback with the I number heard. two overall pick, because um, I think it was Shermer, Gettleman. I don't know. I don't know which one said it, but they said Eli Manning has multiple years of quarterback left in him. So obviously, that means he's our quarterback for the next couple years barring right. disastrous injury. So, I mean, they're basically – and the fact that they're not even like – they keep mentioning how important the running back position is. They're basically telling us we're taking Saquon Barkley with the number two overall pick. And I want that so badly. And honestly, at first I was not open to this idea. I was like, fuck that. We should get a quarterback. It would be dumb to pass on these guys. But honestly, I think Eli could do it for a couple more years, and we could wait for the quarterback. Like, we'll get someone eventually, and none of these guys are home runs. Like, That's what I'm saying. We know they're going to be absolute guarantees. None of them are Andrew Lux coming into the draft. None of them are Peyton Mannings or Eli Mannings. Like, you know that they're going to hit. Right. These there's guys, a, there's, you know, there's, there's a chance that all five of these kids hit. We could have five, you know, super. You know a couple of them but are going to I don't believe right off the bat that any of these kids are going to step in and change an organization. Especially if the Giants, if I'm, if, if me personally, the Giants, we have that number two pick. I would much rather try to make moves at some of the quarterbacks who are going to get, you know, either not get a franchise tag, who are going to, you know, become free agents, who are on the trading block. I would rather look for an established veteran if we were trying to distance ourselves from Eli, rather than rather than that. But obviously, if Eli's the solution this year in in their mind, then we got to shift our focus away from the quarterback right now, really, and just we, we got to focus on that offensive line. We got to get some linebackers. We got to help the secondary because we got to get. First of all, I want to get rid of Eli Apple. I don't even think that should be a discussion at this point. 
that kid is a cancer. So is apparently his he has a clean slate with the team, though. That's Which what makes they're saying. No sense. I don't understand. Like, Especially after Collins literally Lennon, goes, Lennon like, slaughtered him on on Twitter. Like, like there's no like going back to the locker room and being boys. Yeah, Especially like, oh, like how are they supposed to sit in the same secondary room like every day during practice and shit for the entire year after he says something like that? And I don't that. blame Lennon. Like, he totally took his man card. He was basically like, "You're a bum." And he, he was is. Like, you he were wasn't the first wrong. pick for us, and you're a bum. All he's done so, is come in, he's he's ma- caused problems, he's bitched and moaned about everything, and he's done nothing on the field. He has done nothing to where, like, you could at least be like, oh, you know, he's like a head case in a sense, but, oh, at least he's going down there and he's taking guys out of games. He is a liability on the field. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it just blows my mind. But, I mean, what are we going to do? I have no idea. I, I, But, again, I agree with you. I think that quarterback is not what we're going to go. And, you know, based on what, what came out today, I, I just think if we're going to shop that number two pick, Unless we're like, oh yeah, we'll trade for we'll trade our two pick for like the six pick just because we'll slide down and take one of the other quarterbacks. Like it's not like they feel confident in that sense. I think they're going from like you know two to fifteen, sixteen kind of thing. Yeah. We'll get another draft pick or two, um, and then maybe even a player. The but. only way I would agree with the going the trade route is if we get a ridiculous return. I want a I lot. Mean a ridiculous which, which return. We should be able to. We should be able to bend teams over the barrel if. Teams are that high on quarterbacks like Darnold, Allen, Rosen. If they're that high on those those kids and they have no one at quarterback, they should be willing to spend if they think that these kids are that good. And if they have no way at getting someone like, you know, if they don't have the money for a Cousins or, you know, even a Keenum. Yeah. Well, I think if we were to go after a team, the team would obviously be Buffalo since they have those two first-rounders yeah. that we could get this year so we could snag those. And they've I heard they have like some offensive lineman they're trying to get off their books or something. We could grab that offensive lineman in the trade too, help Taylor. boost the line, and get like maybe a first-rounder next year also. Yeah. Asking a lot, three first-round picks, but they're late first-round picks, and it's for the second overall pick, which they would obviously take, like, Rosen or right. Darn. they're going to take whoever they are the highest on, and obviously whoever just doesn't go one. I still don't know what Cleveland does at one, because I don't know who they value at the top of their board. They're taking a QB. Right, but I don't know. That's the problem. Every single guy that comes out with a, a, a new thing, he's got a new quarterback that that should go number one. Kuyper's been on Josh Allen going number one, which Kuyper's is on pretty ridiculous. Yeah, he is. So Josh so, Allen is going to be so bad. Are you kidding me? I feel like the consensus is, like, it's going to be Darnold. Like, Darnold's been the one, number one guy all along. And I know recently he's dropped a little bit in some people's opinion. I don't like but Darnold I still at all. Think I, think it's, I think it's Rosen. Day. I think it's Baker. I'm not, I'm not even lying. Baker is the one. Baker is the one. But you know Cleveland can't draft Baker. No, they can't because he can't, he's not going to save that franchise. It'll go wrong. Like it'll and also, be like, they can't draft. They can't draft someone like Lamar. They can't. They they have to have a, like a. First of all, I don't even think Cleveland should draft a quarterback. Pick possible. They should not draft a quarterback. They should go out and get someone like Kirk Cousins or someone else. They shouldn't even bother. Cousins Why isn't take another chance? I know he's not going to. But dude, the problem is Cleveland is not that bad. They just have no quarterback. <laughs> just my yeah, but they don't have a quarterback. Dylan, they lost like six different games by like three points. Oh. But they lost so many games by so. They're not bad. They're the best. Cleveland's my sleeper. They're winning the Super Bowl next year. Give them a quarterback. They're going all the way. (laughs) No, but seriously, come on. They're not not that bad. They won. They would have won so many of those games if they had a quarterback who could throw the ball for more than forty percent of completions. 
That was good stuff. I mean, Kaiser definitely was the worst quarterback in football. I, I agree. They have good, talented players. I mean, when you have a top five pick every year for the last <laughs> 20 years, your team's going to be like, have some decent And, and I don't care. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Josh Gordon playing a full season. Josh Gordon is going to put up absurd numbers. That man is a freak still. His first game back, yes. those catches yeah. he was making, I was like, that's my guy. Just got to stay off the weed, duh. Straight, straight freak of nature. Yeah. Keep him off the weed, duh. I just can't get over his stats in, like, 2014. Like, he played, like, 13 games and had, like, 1,500 yards. Like, that's just insanity. With who at quarterback? Yeah, I couldn't even me. I was kicking kicking the ball to him. Like, it's – he's just, like, put it up and I'll go get it. All right. Well, across the street, the Jets also have a draft pick in the top 10, which is pretty – Common. Like, standard for them now. (laughs) I mean, they have been pretty bad for a while now. I mean – doesn't look like there's any hope in sights, really. I mean, they looked decent this year. They looked better than the Giants, but that's not Absolutely. saying anything. I think. It, I um, mean, listen. I think they got a lot of miracle play this year out of like McCown. I mean, and stuff like are that. they going to draft a quarterback? I are they, they going to? Well, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The biggest if I think with the Jets is just like Cle- well, that's the thing. Cleveland and the Jets, both of them, in my opinion, should go for a free agent or a trade, someone who's established. But the Jets are definitely a, a more desirable. I mean, even this is hard to say that you know the Jets are a desirable location, but they're obviously more desirable than like the Browns. Yes, yes. So uh, I still think that the Jets could get someone like Kirk Cousins. Uh, you know, obviously the report came out last week that they were all in on giving all the money in the world to Kirk Cousins. So they should be. I agree. They should with exactly. That. And I think if they could get a quarter, because that pick in the top ten with being able to grab a quarterback, they would take a huge step forward as a team if they were able to use that pick to address a serious need rather than a quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins would be great as a New York Jet. I do too. I think he would fit in. I could I see think. him as a New York Jet, but I, think I ultimately think he's going to end up in Minnesota. You really – I think that's – I didn't think ever that he was going to and that they were going to get rid of everybody like that. But everything, I mean, they're just letting everybody walk at this point. Is Bradford? Bradford's not under contract, right? He's, no, he's gone. No one is. Bridgewater's they're gone. They're letting all of them walk. So, which is telling you that they're going right. They to. they must know something that we obviously don't. They've talked to Kirk and and, and Kirk. Which, uh, if there's one team Probably in the market I want to go to, yeah, of course I want to go to the team that almost just made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I don't know. Good if they get Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I like, still don't think Kirk Cousins has the juice to win the big games, but no. But I mean, that team almost won that those big games with Case Keenum, and he's got half the juice that Kirk Cousins has. Mm-hmm. They got smoked in the NFC. Yeah, team. they got murdered smoked. by by BDN. That's and like the fold. sixth time in a row that they've lost in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, they just can't they make it. Smoked. They can't get past there. They can't get past there. It's like a dude. Minnesota is like kind of jinx, to be honest. They've been around forever and they've never they won can't a Super get it. Bowl. They're like what the, them and like the the Lions. Like they've been they've been around for like nine. Them, the Lions, years. and the Browns have been around forever. Ever they can't family. do anything. Pathetic. It's so sad. I feel so bad for those people. I really don't. Like you already live. Yeah, I know. But I guess you're right. But I mean, they already <laughs> live in like a miserable state and like cold, awful place, and their teams can't even win. <laughs> like Detroit you can't give those kind of people nice things because then they keep expecting it. Yeah, oh my so god. So keep them down while we you can. You see what happens when Look like at Philadelphia. Run. Yeah. Oh, it's over. I, if Philly ever wins again, horse I'm poop. That's why would you do that? Crazy video. I love how he like came up and was like showing the world the poop in his mouth. Like, like look at me. For what oh, reason god. would that be a way that you think like you think celebrate like you would celebrate in that way? Only Philadelphia, bro, and Cleveland. Like, yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland you can't give these people nice things. Night. I hate Cleveland. 
Oh, yeah, God. so I definitely think the Jets will take a quarterback at number six, though. If they don't yeah, sign if they don't a make a move, they have to. Because we know McCown. McCown has already made it seem like he's barely even going to come back if he comes back at all. Bryce Petty ain't the answer. Christian Hackenberg is the single worst quarterback who's ever seen. Imagine they go into the season with Petty and Hackenberg again I would for like so the bad. fourth straight year, and they're just like, yep, we're going to see what we have with these guys and do the same thing that they and always Christian do. Christian Hackenberg's going to just hit another person in, in like the stands at 90 feet away from the field with a, fo- with Dude, a football. That's great. Imagine being a Jets fan, though, for like a second. Yeah, shout out to all our Jet fans. The last listeners. three seasons, like they've gone to every year, like we don't have a franchise quarterback. And we don't have a plan for a franchise quarterback, and there's no future in sight. Yeah, it's like That's impossible. every year. Dude, the last good quarterback they had was Chad Pennington, and he was trash. So the last good quarterback they had was Vinny Testaverde. Imagine being a Jets fan. I couldn't. I'm sorry, Jets fans. I I'm actually sorry. I'll apologize to you. Yeah, I feel bad. All right. Moving on. NCAA. The scums of the earth. Yeah, this back is Back at it again, doing scumly things. I, I can't even, words can't even describe how much I hate the, the NCAA. Um, so all these wire FBI wiretapping, CML, whatnot, basically, all, it's discovered that all the Everybody. coaches or agents are paying the players and what. Basically, oh, we all knew this was happening. No shit. So, the, so we just got facts behind what we already knew. So... I mean, now the NCAA is going to lay the hand of God down on everyone. On everybody else. Meanwhile, it's them still. It's their fault. Every single issue is rooted in their lack of credibility and their lack of, you know, respect for these these kids who are making them billions of dollars a a day. At the end of the day, it's just going to come back to bite them in the ass. So I don't see why they're being such douchebags about this whole situation. Like... You know these kids are making you billions of dollars, like making you more money than you assholes could ever make yourselves, and you're just going to piss them off, push them away, and force them to – They're going to start doing like what the balls are doing. They're going to go to Lithuania. go to their stupid colleges anymore and play for this dictatorship. And listen, I know obviously LeVar Ball is the most, you know, idiotic person that we could talk about, but his idea of actually having like a league that kids who don't want to go right to college and want to just do something for a year but not just waste away so teams think they're just like doing nothing, that would work. Kids oh, don't want to do work. this anymore. But my thing with the NCAA is I, I get it like they're going to argue against paying the players. They argue the scholarship is like, you know, going to a school is, is whatever. That's an education. They, they value that's being paid. My thing, mm-hmm. if the NCAA themselves do not want to pay the players, okay, fine. But let the players get money from boosters from whoever the hell they want. If someone comes up to me and I'm the best basketball player in the country and I'm looking to decide where I want to go and they're going to give me $100,000 just to go to this school, I should be able to take that $100,000 and go to that school and have no questions asked. They should be able to profit off of things like these kids who have YouTube channels and have to get them shut down by the NCAA because, oh, they're profiting off of that. or like That's such bullshit, It's too. insanity. The kids, they can't have anything. I can't go, like, right now, it's, like, illegal if, if there's some kid on campus and I buy him, like, a slice of pizza. I'm pretty sure, like, that's, like, against the rules. Like, are you kidding me? A Delaware, like, basketball player? I'm, I'm yeah. a booster because I bought the kid a pizza. Completely. Like, a drink at Grotto. It's, like, it's insane. Like, how is this allowed where I get it. Like, it's tough if you're going to allocate, like, how are we going to pay each kid this amount of money, blah, blah, blah. But let them take money from outside people. Why, If other people are willing to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for something that has literally nothing to do with them except for the fact that they like a college, why not let them do that? 
Because you know? the NCAA wants the money. Exactly. Because the NCAA wants the boosters to... Because really, the NCAA acting like they don't know this is going on is insanity. They're making money off of all of this. They're profiting off of every single thing. I, I just... I don't get it. Honestly, they're crooks. We all know it. And their day will come. LeBron was touching on it today. He said he was going to be talking with the commissioner about setting up a league or something. So, I mean, I the think a league going to be in the works. The NCAA awesome. is going to feel the backfire of this. The only thing I'm upset about is, like, this puts, like, the NCAA tournament and March Madness in jeopardy. I'm potentially nervous for the fallout this Which is season. very upsetting. I'm nervous for the fallout for this season. Like, if imagine, like, Arizona, like, if, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Arizona's not that. I mean, they are. They're in the head in the Pac-12 right now. But, like, DeAndre Ayton, like, imagine he just couldn't play for the championship, like, for the for the tournament like what kind of joke is that this yeah year? i think they're gonna end up being good on that because this by like the time they like go through yeah, all that's what like, i'm saying like i'm hoping it just doesn't uh affect this season because it's just a waste like what are we gonna get to? we got the we got we're now we're in march and now everybody's gonna get suspended like come on it's a joke i also think like the ncaa going back and taking away wins and stuff is the dumbest thing that they've ever done like <laughs> like every time they do this with every single sport like every sport they're like oh all these bowl wins for the last six years are vacant i'm like oh yeah you're right like the kids who lost the game are now gonna go and tell their yeah. families oh we're winners now like no yeah you didn't lose because it's not like you lost because the other team was on like steroids or they're like you cheating and looking that. at your plays like oh i'm sorry this kid got a hundred dollars and this kid got someone to do his math homework for him get over it that's someone does my math can't... homework for me and i, I don't get my wins discredited i mean come on that's why when they stripped um louisville of the national title recently yeah the guy that like snapped his leg yeah, kevin where oh kevin where he rude. posted like a hilarious yeah, thing he was i like, still got my ring though yeah he was like i, I still, still got, got my fat ass, ass ring <laughs> though like facts like you're not taking that away from the kids like out of the rook, record books yeah. or whatever like everyone knows okay. louisville won the national championship rick patino's a g like he did he g thing. definitely still has a uh, a tattoo uh uh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the best. Like that is hilarious. He's got a tattoo of the, of the logo and the 2013 on his on his back, and now it means nothing. Official, that's for life, right there. Yeah, that's never going away. He's stuck with that. <laughs> Anyways, sticking to college basketball, Sharif O'Neal, yeah, that's his name, I think, is headed to UCLA. The Shactus is son headed to UCLA. Yeah, I mean, the, left I Arizona, guess. obviously. I mean, I would, I would leave it too. You know, you have no idea. This, this program could be shut down next year if this, you know, uh, investigation, yeah. the FBI investigation goes that deep. So, yeah, I would get out of there. Place. I know Sean Miller's not coming back. So, you know, I'm sure Sharif wanted to play for Sean. Sean's a, a great coach. Didn't he just get that job? Yeah, uh, uh, maybe five years ago. He was, oh, okay. he was, he was at Xavier for a while. Just got that job for some reason. He was at Xavier for a while, but no, it was. I mean, he turned them around. I mean, they're really Arizona's turned turned into a good program. Oh, Sean yeah, Miller's great. I mean, he's not just funny because he sweats through every single shirt that he's ever worn. He's actually a good basketball coach. He's the pictures of him sweating are so funny. That would have been crazy. They would have went from DeAndre Aiden to Sharif yeah. on in. And Sharif is getting slept on like by all these like people. Like I watched is this kid's pilot. He didn't even make the. He wasn't even a McDonald's best uh, all, like All American. I mean, I know there's a ton of talent in in the uh, in California, so like it's tough. It's obviously probably the hardest part of the country to make a team. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, you saw like all the NC, uh, all the NBA players like coming out to like his support, and we're like, you know. Who cares about McDonald's? Like, you're going to go off. Like, just forget it. But I think the kid's going to be a, a, a star. I mean, he's so athletic. He's huge. He can shoot. Um, I'm sure his outside shooting's only going to get better. I mean, it's, it, 
a kid like that, his whole life has always been basketball, and it's only going to be basketball. Like, I just feel like he's only going to keep getting better. And I think, like, the people that are sleeping on him are definitely going to feel it next year. I mean, he's ranked in, like, he's ranked, like, 35, like, the 35th best I know, player. but, like, is he getting too much love go- just because he's Shaq's kid? No, I, saw I, think he's get- I think it's the opposite. I almost think he's, like, getting, like, compared to Shaq too much to where he's not getting enough love. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm doing because I'm looking at Shaq at 7'2". Yeah. It's just too hard. It's, you can't compare that kind of. And then this kid's only 6'9". I mean, but he's, he's a player. He's like going to be you know, able to pose his will like Shaq did back in the day. Yeah, he's like be a, that physical he's dominant a stretch back. three, small kind of four kind of player. He's it's but he's, a, huge. So he's so athletic. He's not just like a big man. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a he, like a like a you know he, he'll play for like a high school team. He'll play like the four and five because he's obviously six foot nine. He's probably playing against kids that are six five. Yeah, he'll carry the ball up and you know put it through his legs, hit a spin move oh, in the lane, and, and, and take off from the foul line and, and dunk on everybody. So he's just so athletic, he hits, as, as could be. As easy. So he hit free throws? I think so. I mean, I that I don't know. I have not watched his free throw form. I hope it's better than Pops's. Uh, yeah, that's all that matters. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you got to get yourself to the line and not blow it. What an yeah. So that's Sharif O'Neal for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, sticking with college hoops, let's move over to Trey Young in Oklahoma because – yeah. Trey Young has obviously been one of the biggest stories, probably maybe the biggest. I mean, I, I guess obviously now the biggest story has been the corruption, but um, otherwise in this basketball college basketball season, it's definitely been the Trey Young, you know, the Trey Young show. But it's cooled off in recent weeks. Um, Oklahoma's had a s- tough skid; they lost a bunch of games in a row. They lost six in a row up until uh, what was it Saturday night? I think um, Trey went off, of course, again to finally get them a win, but. We were just saying before, you know, a month ago, Oklahoma was in the top 10 and they were, you know, looking like they were the real deal. And it wasn't just Trey Young doing everything, but it has come down to they've been exposed. They have no help. And teams woke up. And yeah, teams are keying on Trey. When you're getting double and triple teamed, then, you know, you can only hit so many three pointers from 38 feet. So, yeah, teams woke. Teams are woke now on Trey Young. They they know how to play him. They said we're gonna take you away and make your other players work, and the other it's players can't work yeah, because they they're not good. Anything. They're just not good. You see why Oklahoma was a, such a trash team last year. Right. You right. see why they were like went from like the worst team to the best team this year because Trey Young is that type of player. Exactly. Like he brings that much. But he is just one player as well. So when they're taking him away and his teammates aren't bailing him out whatsoever, it's going to be impossible for them to win games, especially in the NCAA with how competitive it is right now. So, I mean, and he's honest, just forced to do too much. And if Oklahoma doesn't show up in this Big 12 tournament, tournament they're, they're, they might be out of the tournament, which is, again, it's just one of those things where it's like Ben Simmons in LSU, like the best player in the draft is not even in the tournament. Like, it's a shame. Um, and I mean, especially since Trey Young's been like the most exciting player to watch in college. Exactly. Like even when Ben Simmons was in that, it was still kind of like it's different. Watching watching like, Ben Simmons hit like a six pick. foot fadeaway jump shot is different from Trey Young hitting a thirty six foot three pointer. Yeah, exactly. You know, like he's, you knew Simmons was going to be the first pick, right. but like Trey Young's like he's not supposed to be for he, that he, like yeah. Steph Curry field to that him, little like. guy, that underdog, and that's what Steph. I feel. I mean, uh, I feel like that's what March Madness is. Like that's what makes college basketball. Probably the best, maybe the best sport on earth. Uh, yeah. At least, at least the month of March for best college basketball is, might might be the greatest stretch of sports there is because no one, everyone, like when it gets down to it, all of these kids are eighteen, nineteen years old. Every one of them can have one game where it's you know their whole lives are dependent on basically one game when it comes down to that tournament each game. And like we saw with teams like that Kentucky team when they went what twenty five and zero and then lost in in the semifinals, like nothing is guaranteed in the tournament. It's so exciting and to have. 
a player who is a game changer in every aspect, not in the tournament, it would just be it would just be heartbreaking. It would be it's just crazy. I mean, we 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 think back on what Steph did with Davidson, who I still think that Davidson team at this point was better than the Oklahoma team, um, and they at least had a different competition to where they were able to shine a little more, and they were able to kind of definitely we knew we were going to get them in the tournament. But I mean, Steph. That team wasn't that good to where that they should have yeah. won as many, th- or at least been in the games that they were in, and and, and it was Definitely awesome not. to watch. Um, so Start I hope I hope that we get to see some Trey Young in, in March, um, and I hope we get to see some madness out of him. I mean, we will. They'll get in. They'll I think so in. too, and I think I, I I just hope that they get a, a good matchup round one, so like maybe they can get their feet under them in the tournament and and catch a little bit of a of a run. But I don't know. I don't know what's what's going to happen with Oklahoma. They need to show up for Trey because. When when they force him to do too much, he's going to you know he's going to shoot himself in the foot on, at a certain point because you know when he's got to shoot the ball thirty times a game, anybody's going to obviously start missing and he's going to get you know rattled and it's going to be tough and 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 that's the thing he's hearing criticism saying you know he takes too many outside shots so he stops shooting threes for the whole game just to show people that he can do this and no well, that's why he can't be listening he can't to be hate, listening so. exactly I'm like yeah, I respect I, it that you're like oh they, they say this is all I can do well I'm going to just do this I respect that but you gotta play your game you gotta man. play your game Stay play true. your game if if you know no one no one see you don't see Russell Westbrook changing it when people say oh Russell took 40 shots last night he's like okay I'm gonna take 50 tonight if that's okay yeah, exactly. if it's <laughs> possible I'm gonna good. take 100 like you don't change what makes you nope. like that dominant you know you don't adapt your game to somebody else's you know uh, you don't take Russell Westbrook and tell him to play like uh like a traditional point guard like hey don't drive at 100 miles an hour just kind of kick it like you don't change what what they're that good at doing so I hope Trey I think Trey Young's going to be a, a star in the NBA. I mean, I think you know when he gets to the next level, he's going to be able to be on a team that's going to actually, um, you know, not depend on him to do every single possible thing. I think him going to Cleveland would be interesting. Oh my god! With that Nets Cause, pick, because he's he's definitely a point guard in that sense for them. To where he's a he's a, he's enough of a traditional point guard to where you know he's going to facilitate. I mean, he leads the league in assists exactly. right now. He's a great facilitator, and he's got that outside th- that outside shooting which Cleveland desperately needs. Yeah, I feel like he would just be like a Kyrie, but like more like of a, a three point. And I feel like Kyrie guy. is never. I feel like Kyrie's definitely better inside the arc than he is outside, and I feel like Trey is better outside than inside, and I feel like that's what Cleveland needs. They don't have like yeah. you know they have like Corver. Like sure, that's great when Kyle Corver goes off one night and hits eight threes, and we get twenty you know twenty points out of him. But yeah, but Corver's not going to create his own exactly. outside shot. You need an outside shooter who's going to be ready for that, you know, for LeBron to do, uh, to drive and, and hit down the open shot as soon as he catches it, like the JRs and the, you know, the Shumperts and, and the Corvers, but you also need that guy to be able to get his own shot and, and, and create his own shot, which separates, you know, J.R. Smith from Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and, and guys like that. You know, JR's not really making it. I mean, at this point, I think J.R. is like a liability for the Cavs. He is horrible, but that doesn't even matter. The Cavs are trash. So this is a perfect segue into... Our NBA discussion on who is the MVP right now. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis has been making a fucking strong case. If you would have asked me, if you would have asked me three weeks ago, I would have said, "Don't even ask me." It's James Harden, but Anthony Davis is a bad man. But so is Chef Harden. Chef Harden's still cooking too. Yeah, you got Giannis. You know, I don't. I think he's slowly falling out of the race. And I, but and I, I mean, think LeBron is as well. I think the two of them are just kind of. 
plateauing. LeBron has like set a standard too high for himself that right. it's like he may just never win an MVP again because it's he's LeBron it's and he tough. doesn't get appreciated for what he does because we've set such high expectations of greatness for him. So it's like, I mean, and Harden's never won one and AD's never won one. So you got to spread the love around. I feel like once you get a couple under your belt, it's like, all right, time to give someone else a turn, you know? Right, exactly. And people are starting to, a lot of these guys like, um, you know, like Giannis and, and Harden, they're putting up numbers that are LeBron, you know, that are LeBron numbers. They're, everyone's starting to do more of what LeBron was so good at doing for so long that being that triple double threat you know yeah. where you're it doesn't matter what position you are or what you're doing or you're gonna do everything like where Harden and and Russell at the you know at the guards who are getting rebounds and getting in on there like that and then you got like guys like Giannis and Ben Simmons who were running the point and and dishing the ball and getting eight assists and ten rebounds and stuff like that Yeah, you gotta do it all now right and LeBron obviously said that you know we had guys like that for a while but we didn't have guys that scored like that you know you had Jason Kidd yeah. and, and, and Steve 100%. Nash who would give you five five rebounds and 12 assists but they're gonna give you 18 points they're gonna give you 30 like James Harden and, and 27 like Giannis it's it's awesome I mean I think it's gonna come down to what Anthony Davis can sustain if he's gonna go off for you know 40 and 15 for the rest of the season he obviously re- realistic which he might I mean he might. It's it's crazy. No one can stop him. He's too good. He is too good from every part of the floor. He can exactly. score from the outside. He can score from the inside. He can defend the inside. He can defend the outside. He can facilitate. He worked all year on his handles so he can have the ball and trust himself having the ball. He's fun to he's, watch. He's like one of the biggest matchup problems in the NBA. He'll Absolutely. pull your big outside. Make he's your too big athletic look. for your five, he's... and he's too big for your four. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. why him and Boogie together were scary. I mean, they were dominating. Boogie, I don't even think people realize Boogie was averaging, like, second most threes in the league and, like, attempting, like, the third most a game. Like, Boogie was banging threes every game. He was shooting, like, yeah. second and only to, like, Curry. And, and so was it. And, like, you know, they, they know. that they stretch the floor like that. Exactly. Like, it makes them such fucking weapons. Because most bigs, they go outside, you can back off them, like, 10 right. feet because you know they're not and putting And even guys, top. even bigs, like... Now we're seeing guys like Porzingis and Joel who can kind of really, they still can hold themselves on that outside. But I'm not, like, breaking down, like, ready to get, like, Anthony Davis can break you down to where, like, oh, you, have to, you have to be ready for that step back, crossover, everything. And he's, and he's what, he's probably seven foot. I, I, they're lying at whatever, six, whatever height he is. He's seven yeah, foot tall. Yeah, And, it, it, like, it's scary that he's, you know, I mean, there is definitely a new generation of big coming in with guys like Porzingis and Embiid and Cat. Um, you know, AD, Boogie, everybody, but I think AD is still miles ahead of the rest of these guys just because they do the generic, the the basic, you know, they do it very well. They do it, you know, at an all-star caliber uh, level, but I think AD just does everything, and he does it so well, and then... I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's James is right. to uh, like the Golden State, like the the big man that's shooting the threes, doing what Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid are doing. I think those guys could be the key to killing Golden State, like taking them out finally. AD said that's it. the one element they don't have on their team. Exactly. Uh, Draymond is, you know, as much as you want to give Draymond like props or whatever, he's not going to bang with Boogie. Or AD for a whole game. He'll get slaughtered. Let alone, that's why AD, when AD said it, I was like, at first, I was like, you're out of your mind if you think that the Pelicans would beat the Warriors. But he was like, but I was like, seven games? I They're going to struggle to stop Boogie and, and, and AD for seven games. 
I think they do need like that one extra like but point guard piece or something like that. That's why I think the Sixers, if they got LeBron, would oh, be. I mean, let's go right into that because that I would. I love think to if the about. Sixers got LeBron, I think they could do it. Because... I think they could do it. They put the right role players around them and bead Sarich, LeBron, whoever at the two, Simmons at the one, Fultz at the two. Kill Fultz. Get rid of Fultz. Put a bullet in Fultz's head. That kid needs to quit basketball. <laughs> Take him out back like you did the old yeller and just that put him down. <laughs> because the kid is finished. This kid just blew off the number one pig's head. Just said we're done with him. I have a better jump shot right now than Markel Fultz does. I watch this kid shoot and I feel I, it breaks my heart. How smart do the Celtics feel right now? Oh my god. Especially because not only because like Fultz just in general. Like even if they drafted like Lon- like even like the you know where they would have drafted like Lonzo and they're like all right maybe Lonzo's not killing it but at least he's playing and he's not pretending yeah. that he's playing basketball in a virtual reality just trying to get his life back together. That's insane. It's like Jason Tatum's actually killing it. Like yeah. so they really Stuck. they really walked away. I mean the Celtics had the best offseason out of every team in the in the NBA. I mean they got oh, Kyrie. Got Kyrie they, at they got like Kyrie, biggest discount Tatum, and and exactly at a cost. They were gonna have to pay it. Huge money. Now Which, they don't have to do that. Blessing in disguise. And cause... they got yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to blame like the Cavs and whatever happens with the Lakers on it. I don't think that's like it's his fault. But I mean, if you're gonna ask me who's better, Kyrie or, or Isaiah Thomas, I say you know, obviously if obviously Kyrie as far as definitely championship caliber. Like if you want maybe one on one, maybe yeah, maybe Isaiah would give you more points or whatever. But I mean, who's gonna win you a championship? Definitely Kyrie. But I think LeBron, like we were saying, uh, LeBron, you know, LeBron, Embiid, Simmons, Saric, it doesn't matter who the five is. Like, it doesn't matter who the fifth guy is. That, that, those three alone, Embiid, Simmons, and LeBron, all three of them will be an all-star next year. And, sure. and, Embiid, Embiid and LeBron will probably be, I think Embiid's going to be in the MVP conversation as soon as next year. I mean, he's going to start putting up like 26 and, and 13 it's insane. Yeah, if, he, if he's staying healthy and if he's playing more, definitely. Exactly. I mean, I feel like the only That's limitations are thing. his health and his minutes, and it's like he's because still putting up numbers. Just play like his first NBA back to back, like a couple weeks ago or like a month ago or something like that. Yeah, it's it's bad. But I also think <laughs> it's, bad. it's bad. Like he plays like no games. He plays like half the season, <laughs> which sucks. Crazy, you know, dude. I mean, you hate to see like you know you don't want him to turn out like a Greg you know a Greg Oden. Obviously. He's, Greg Oden was bad to begin with, but like you don't want to see a whole a career oh, just goat. I loved Greg Oden, dude. That was my guy. Yeah, I was so idiot. You're an Ohio State lasers taking moron. him over KD. I was like, this guy is gonna be the greatest ever, dude. I was all in on Greg Oden. I was this close to becoming a Trailblazers fan. That's how much I loved Greg dude, Oden. I I, I would have came. I almost became a Trailblazers fan for Brennan Roy. Brennan Roy was my guy. All right. <laughs> now that our trailblazers are Yeah, we don't need to talk about the 2006 trailblazers. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, LeBron would work out in Philly. And I think, you know, obviously we have no – everybody wants to say LeBron's going to stay in Cleveland and, and all this free agent hype is just hype. Um, Cleveland obviously, he's got a connection with Ben Simmons. He's been like Ben Simmons' mentor. Um, did you see the billboards? Yeah, the billboards and LeBron's reaction. You know, he said it was dope. So no, did you see the billboards the Cleveland fans put in Philly? Oh no, I did not. <laughs> they said they said the king is home, process complete or something. Oh my god! So they're just the they're saying fans. we're keeping him. He's the boy. He's staying home. But you know what? The sad reality of it all. 
well, it's not sad for me, but it'll be sad for the rest of the NBA, is that he's coming to the fucking Lakers. No, he's not. He's coming to the Lake Show, no, and I'm all in on it again. LeBron's I just an idiot if he doesn't go to the myself. Spurs. That's all. I mean, LeBron needs to talk to Kawhi. He needs to call Kawhi and say, Kawhi, re-sign with the Spurs. I'm coming. And that's no, it. going to San Antonio. That, that is not happening. He's coming Dude, he to He wants to play LA. for Pop. He, no, he doesn't give a shit about Pop. He doesn't even care for NBA coaches. He is the coach. He doesn't need a coach. Yeah, like he, he he's, like if there's one person in the whole world he respects as a coach, it's Pop, but he doesn't care at all. He still doesn't care. The team is perfect in Los Angeles for him. No, they have the young point guard in Lonzo, who is the perfect point guard for him, can shoot on the outside, makes uh, all let's not let's not say plays, that too confidently makes yet. All the right basketball plays. Then they have Brandon Ingram, who is surely becoming a young star. I, I was, I was like the top of the list on writing off Brandon Ingram, thinking he was just a bust, but he's he's turning it around. I mean, he's still only nineteen he's years old. Turning it around, he's so young. He's only getting better. Wait until he grows into his body. Then Kyle Kuzma, is Kuz is killing it. I, I don't think Julius is that good. I don't think he's worth the money. Let him Julius, walk. I I love Julius. He's I really do. Money, I, the money, I just though. don't see the future. I just don't see him being there, which is kind of upsetting because I really like Julius Randle. But I'm going to root for him wherever he goes. He's going to be a, a good NBA player. Obviously not like a Hall of Fame talent, but like he's he's a solid player. I wish, gets, I wish you guys would have kept like Clark. I really like Jordan in L.A. Clarkson. No, it wasn't going to work out. I just think, why wouldn't he start? I don't get why he still didn't start. Because he's a point guard. And we had Lonzo. I don't get it, bro. Lonzo was hurt. He should have started more. Nah, but he's like a he's like an off the bench guy. I know, he's but I feel like he's a. I feel like he could be a starter. He just doesn't, you know, he just didn't get that opportunity. In, in LA. I don't know. I th- I look at him more of as like a Lou Will. Like he comes. No, in I know. But I'm the same. Uh, at the same time, I, I look at guys like Jamal Crawford and Lou Will, and I'm like, I would want them to start. But you know, having them come off the bench is a, it's a huge it's a huge thing. It's a game changer. You know, you guys you got guys like Eric Gordon, Lou Will. You know, Jamal Crawford going to give you 24 off the bench. That's insane. You know, as compared to 15. 16 with a starting lineup just because they're going to have to share touches that way. But I don't see – you guys, there's no way uh, Isaiah Thomas comes back to L.A. I hope not. <laughs> there's no way. He's going to want big money too. That's the thing. Isaiah, like, is – He's not going to get it. He's not getting paid. He's going to get, like, Derrick Rose money. He's, he's not going to get big money, I'll tell you that much. He'll get, like – I don't know. I think he might have to do, like, a one-year kind of proof. I saw um, somewhere today uh, – they had him going to the Pacers. I was like, him and Oladipo would not work well together. If Oladipo didn't work well with Russell, who's a better version, a much better version of Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Like, you know, because, you know, they're both obviously alpha, they're both alpha scoring point guards, but Russell obviously is a much better facilitator, even though if you're still going to, you know what, you know, so you might say he's a ball hog, but he's still a better facilitator than Isaiah Thomas is. So I don't know, but I don't think he'll be. I don't think Indianapolis, India, Indiana, Jesus, is uh is the place for him. No, no, maybe like Orlando or something like that. I but think he, he needs to go to like some shit team and try to make them great again, like the Celtics, and then look for a big payday. Does he go? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. It's tough. I... Reverting back to the original question, who is your MVP? I mean, if the season ends today, who, who's your pick to win the MVP? Let me rephrase it. Not today, season end today. Pick to win the MVP. I'm Who still gonna go. Win? I'm still gonna go with James Harden. The beard. And I and honestly, it's because James Harden has been in the MVP conversation for the last four years. 
And I'm not one of the people who said he got robbed last year because Russell, I definitely think, deserved it. But he's been in the conversation. He got robbed the year before. I mean, Steph Curry should not have won either of those MVPs, let alone both of them. But I'm not going to get into that because he's a scrub. You're going to tell me he was a unanimous MVP putting up like 24 points and six assists. Like, just because he was shooting threes from like the other side of the court and everybody was, you know, getting all hot and bothered about it. You had guys like Shaquille O'Neal put up like a 35 and 15 season and he wasn't unanimous. But, you know... I'm like, I don't want to get into it. I hate Steph Curry so much. I want to punch him in the face. But the beard, got to be the beard. He's just, you can't score 30 points a game, put up eight, give it, you know, put up eight and five. Like, it's just. I feel bad for the beard. It's going to be a tough year for him. He did so much and it's going to, and he's going to come up short. He's going to come up short. He's going to lose to the brow because the brow is just going to put on this spectacle with no boogie there. I love that. He's going to put up these absurd numbers because he's taking ridiculous amounts of shots every game, and he's just going to I would love to see it. I love Anthony Davis. Work, pack his numbers to the top, and his defense is going to put him over the edge over Harden. If the Pelicans finish as a top-four seed, Anthony Davis 100% is winning the MVP. Not only is Harden going to come in second in the MVP race, He's going to lose in the Western Conference Finals to so that, I was, I was the actually, Golden I was State. just going to ask you. Actually, I believe the Rockets are going to lose to the Spurs in the semifinals because Kawhi is going to come back and the Spurs are going to beat him. Wow. I was just going to ask you if they could beat the Warriors, but clearly you don't even think they could beat the Spurs. Who I, I don't even think the Spurs could. I don't think Kawhi and the Spurs could even, you know, come in the same conversation as the Warriors this year. I just don't think – Kawhi hasn't played with the Spurs enough and won't play with them enough for me to be like they're ready to He's go on a playoff run. played with them run. for five years. Six yeah, but this years. team, I don't know. They haven't played enough this year. It's different. I mean, they've – I think that – give them a month of playing with them before the playoffs. If he even comes back. We don't even know. He's coming back. He's I think it's the team. I know, but I mean – that's what I'm saying. Pop said four days ago that he was not coming back for the whole season, and because the Pop's next day, pissed off. And then the next day, he yeah, Pop's just so mad that you know Trump's in office, so he can't stop. He can never be happy. Um, but I don't know. I think that the th- the Rockets have a chance to beat the Warriors. No, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's they ridiculous. don't. No, I don't. I don't even believe it. I just said those words, and I didn't even believe it. <laughs> as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. I don't, I don't mean that. Just, no one's beating them. Don't let anyone tell you the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, no one's beating them. It's a waste of time. Warriors are the 2018 NBA champion. People are like, people are like, oh, well, the Warriors win last night. Shows they're not slipping. I'm like, at what? On what planet yeah. are they slipping? Dude. Oh, I'm That's sorry because they're in second NBA. place it's by like... half a game to the Rockets. They're, they're slipping. I'm like the Warriors could be the eight seed right now, and I'd still think they're winning the NBA Finals. You could like, literally take out have, Curry. You could take out Steph Curry right Durant. now, and I think KD wins them the Finals. They were seventy-three and nine, and added Kevin Durant. They're winning every Finals until that team dissembles. And I hate like I can't stand seeing like how Kevin Durant because he's like a free agent every damn season because he signs like one or two year yeah. deals with these idiots in in Golden State, and it's always like oh top free agent landing spots. And when I have to click on the list and I see Kevin Durant, current <laughs> team, Warriors, expected team, Warriors, I'm like, why did you do this? Why? Yeah. That's like saying, like, <laughs> like, oh, Tom Brady, expected team, Patriots. Like, what do you mean? He's going to leave? Like, no. Why would he leave? You can tell me, Katie, why would he leave? Ever. Ever. It's frustrating. If man. someone's like, all right, here's a, millions and millions of dollars and you're going to win every year. Do you want to do anything else? I would say no. Thank you. I'm okay, actually. Maybe get me a better haircut because my barber is a scrub because Katie's got the worst hair in the in the league besides LeBron. But 
I hate them all. I can't stand the Warriors. You know, KD thinks he's like so good now that he. I know KD thinks he's like tough. Like he's got like balls all of a sudden. Like, like he's dude, getting in everybody's like, face. You getting joined the championship team and like piggybacked your way, but I won the finals MVP, dog. I was the best player on the team. No, like, aren't. congrats, bro. They were better without you. They like, won more games without you. And guess what? They won a championship without you. And matter of fact, they were down 3-1 to you in the Western Conference Finals. Came and back you and just free ass home. You let them. Because you're a bitch. I can't. I will That's never. Crazy. And I. It, it just breaks my heart because I loved Kevin Durant. I did too. I had his jersey. I know you did. Like Wiped my ass with it. That was, <laughs> that was for our street ball. You were KD a couple times in our street ball league, bro. And I, I hate myself for it. I hate myself for it. Anyways, on to happier things. The New York Yankees. Oh, my goodness. Let me start uh, by saying New York Yankees. Gary Sanchez. That ball today? Dude, I've never heard a bat make a noise like he that. He hit the ball at like 900 miles an hour. Yeah, that was actually absurd, and it got my dick very erect. <laughs> it made it move. It oh. made it move. I can't. I'm so. I feel so bad for other teams. I'm so happy that people are gonna hate us so much. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so going to happy to be the evil empire again. Every day, all over Twitter, nonstop. Oh my god. Oh, the Yankees are so gay. Oh, I hate the Yankees. I'm just to gonna thrive on it. I'm gonna like, drink their tears every morning. Dude, I can't wait for this season. Every day, it's going to be me blaring Frank Sinatra down <laughs> your throats. 117. We go on to the best season ever. We're going to win yeah, 120 games. I'm going to say that claim right now. 117 wins this year. Oh, my God. Put Folks, I'm going to write this down, everybody. I'm writing this down. He said 117. I'm thinking the Yankees are going to win a lot of games. Wins, 117. And we're going to take home that World Series trophy number numero... 28, and then we're going to start the dynasty again. Dynasty is definitely it, something. Dude, I'm, it's I'm 1996 all, all over again, except much better. We're not, because our thing is, you know, our superstars are in their first and second season, or second and third seasons, so they're going to, you know, they're going to sign. The thing that it doesn't even matter about baseball, and especially the Yankees, compared to every other sport where we're going to have these, like, salary-based conversations, doesn't matter. Baseball, yeah. one, it doesn't matter. Two, if it's going to matter in baseball, it certainly doesn't matter to the Yankees. So, you know, when you got guys like J.D. Martinez having one good season and getting $110 million, like, you know, it's just going to happen to everybody. So, obviously, we're going to lock down Gary. We're going to lock down Judge. We're going to lock down guys like Glaber and, and Miguel. And, and we're going to lock down Didi and, and, and Chance Adams. Everybody. They're not going Sebi. anywhere. Sebi. They are not going anywhere. Giancarlo is on, a, like, a 100 – year contract we signed him until he's dead like yes we own him for life we own him for life davy jones has to buy his debt certificate from us when he dies like this is over for other teams we're not going anywhere that's the scary part like if we fall short this year which like worst case scenario this year like it's going to be like game seven alcs game seven world series kind of thing the teams can't even remotely get a good night's sleep because they're like, God damn, the Yankees are coming back next year. Like, and not a single – we're going to reload because that's the problem. We're only going to keep getting better. We're going to grab a new pitcher or we're going to bring up a new guy who's a stud because our well, first time in my whole life as a Yankee fan, we actually have people growing in the in the farm system. Yeah. Normally, we're just like, all right, take our best prop, like assets and give us everybody who hit 50 home runs last year, and, and that's it. Like, I'm so this happy. This is how I'm I so see happy. it. This is going to be the worst Yankees team we'll have for the next five seasons. I, I agree. This is going to be the low point At in least. our dynasty, and we might win a World Series. 
Like, I, I, I genuinely think the Yankees are going to make a World Series run, and this is going to be, like, our biggest struggle of the entire, like, next five years. The only shitty part is the Astros are really good. They, when they got uh, Garrett Cole, I was like, that, that sucks. That's not good. Now we have to face Keuchel, Verlander, Garrett Cole. That's bad. Garrett Cole is not a has never really pitched in the postseason though. I know, and he's not. But, but that's the thing. Like he's also he's a, like he can. Everyone said like he's just gonna get like back on track. I mean, he's gonna be a three. Like it, it's such a big difference going from a like I feel like Sonny uh, is gonna be better this season for us because of that because he's gonna have a full season as being like a, a three, getting to kind of. I don't know. I feel like it's less pressure on you as a as a as a pitcher, and I feel like obviously mental, the mental aspect of I, pitching is huge. I know, but I feel like maybe like not being the ace might take away from it. it. It's it like I'm not the guy anymore. You know, it definitely might. It might take away a little of your you know your swag and your mojo. But I doubt it. They're gonna be fucking tough to beat. Yeah, I think. I'm so, I think I'm, I'm, I'm terrified I, of the Astros. If I think the, we should have beat them last year. The problem is we got a lot better, but they did too, which doesn't even make sense. We both went, we went to Game 7 in the ALCS, and both of us got better. No one in the NL really worries me, though. The NL's not that strong. Yeah, who's the best? I mean, the Dodgers. I mean, like They got the Dodgers. That's about it. And I think we're way better than the Dodgers. Oh, my God. Let, uh, <clears throat> let Kershaw throw the ball to uh, Gary Judge and Stanton, and we'll see how many home runs he leaves hanging over the, over the plate. It's going to be a fun year, and we brought in Super Bowl champion Russell yeah, Wilson. I want Russell Wilson to sign with the Yankees and quit with football. Um, I mean, Judge said if anyone could, it would be him. I mean, I would believe it. The guy is a freak athlete on the football field. He was a very good baseball player in college. Like, he was definitely drafted out of, like, not a joke, like, this, like, please come play for us. Like, he actually, you know, he, it, he didn't contemplate in that sense, but he definitely yeah. gave it a thought. Um, I mean, you don't get drafted by accident. Right. You know, it, it, it's... I think he's got it. You know, listen, he's not. This isn't a joke like Tim Tebow or like, you know. Hey, Tim Tebow is going to play in the major league. Tim Tebow will play in the major league. I can't believe he probably will, which is like, I'm not even going to argue about it. He probably will. He will. Mets. The Mets are that bad, and Tim Tebow is just, they need that much money. Everyone said when it comes down to, you know, September and the Mets have won like eight games, they're going to be like, all right, Tim, come sell some tickets for us. I'd go watch a Tim Tebow game. Are you kidding me? A Met game would be probably $8. Yeah, I'm 100 percent down for yeah. it. Yeah, watch Tim Tebow hit a home run. I mean, because that's the thing. Tim Tebow is going to strike out, or he's going to hit a home run. That's he's what he's going to do. Home. And you know what? He's going to hit Tim. a home run in his first at bat, and everyone's going to yeah. be like, "God is so real," and Tim Tebow is yeah. like, Jesus "He's saving the match, and then he'll strike out the next hundred at bats." <laughs> and then he's he going to bat one. Go. He's just going to bat o o one, and that's it. That's a joke. That's so funny. No, I mean Tebow. Obviously, that's a completely different animal than Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson. Could if he genuinely wanted to play in the MLB within a year, or, or, or like from now, like a- absolutely would be on an MLB roster, but that would be quitting football in, in that aspect. I think you know it's not like he he's been doing it right out of the gate like guys like Bo San- uh, Bo Jackson or like Deion Sanders and stuff to where they were like balancing both and still doing it. When you yeah, when you right. turn your back on something for a couple right. of years, it's just tough. You know, like it's MJ so and Tebow, it doesn't work that way. Russell Wilson's definitely a better baseball player than MJ and Tim Tebow, but it still would be tough, still, but it's not enough. he would have to quit football. I mean, I think he, I genuinely think he could do it. I think he's that athletic, and I think he's probably he did. He does have the body type to be like a, a good second baseman. Yeah, player. he's a great second baseman. Like that's a, he. That's he's what like I could the see. Right him. size and everything. Exactly. So he's got that going that for speed, him. That speed, that size. Better. He's got enough power. I mean, that ball he hit, that home run he hit in BP. Like he crushed that ball. It was a good swing, you know. 
Oh yeah, I mean, well, he played college. I yeah, mean, he, he was. Uh, it's not like Tim Tebow who played high school. Yeah, football. it's not like yeah, oh, I played pop Warner like football. I'm gonna go try out for the NFL. Like, doesn't work that way. But no, I would love to see it. I mean, it'll never happen. But who knows? Maybe at a certain point, he gets tired of getting kicked in the head and then wants to come out. Who knows? I think the Mets will end up. Um, it's all about their pitching. If they can have their rotation healthy for a majority of the year, get most of those guys to get 25-plus starts, and I think they could make the wild card. I think so, too. If they can get the wins out of those pitchers, they need Matt Harvey to just be something. He was nothing. Like, he has their been nothing. Their lineup isn't as bad as people are making it out to Who? be, either. Their lineup. Oh, I know. I mean, no, they're not that bad. They weren't. They have Bruce, Cespedes, Conforto, Rosario. Play well this year. Um, did they just sign someone too? Oh, they did. Uh, I no. can't remember. Uh, who was? No idea. I know they have Dom Smith at first base. Adrian Gonzalez. Oh right, Adrian Gonzalez. Gonzalez. I mean, still, he, you know, he's, he's obviously not going to do much, but. No, I don't but know. I, Mets, you know, I they're probably... not going to be. They're not going to be that. You know that drastically bad. They're obviously never going to win the division, and you know until Bryce Harper leaves the Nationals, um, which could hopefully be next year. Let's go Yankees. Um, give me that Bryce be, too. Give um, me Bryce. Give me Machado. Give me everybody. I want them all. We got Bryce Harper next year too. Dude, that would just be unfair. Like that would that that would be the first time in my life I would be like, all right, we might have gone too far. Yeah, it's like we might have to calm down. We now. might have crossed the line. Like we would become like the Warriors, and I'd be like pissed. I'd be like, all right, we didn't need that. Like. We weren't that. It wasn't that close last year. But no, I mean the Mets. You know, they they could do it if they if they get their pitching to stay healthy. Um, if they they no one on their team can stay healthy, so that's like the biggest problem they've ever had. And I mean, their pitching staff is injured every week. They got guys. Tim Tebow hurt his ankle tripping over a sprinkler. Like, what kind of organization are you running that you're allowing this? You know, this guy who's potentially going to change your whole organization at least financially. You're going to allow him to get injured tripping over a sprinkler. That's crazy. <laughs> Only the Mets, dude. And I saw like that they already had like a bunch of players there on the There were like injury. nine people on the, on the injured list after two days like, of spring training. <laughs> I guess like the overhaul Ray of Ramirez the is the worst is trainer not, in, in uh, any did sport. Did they fire him? I don't think they – I'm pretty I sure think, they didn't. They gave him like I an extension. They, I thought they fired everyone on the medical staff and hoped – they, they, gave would him, they gave him, like, an extension. They were like, no, we would just want to keep killing every one of our players. Please help us. <laughs> we thought we were successful this year. That's great. They, like, murder their players. I mean, these guys, it's tough. I wouldn't want to play for the Mets. So I have the Mets in my way too early predictions. I have the Mets maybe making the wild card, depending on if their pitchers can stay healthy. And I have the Yankees winning 117 games in the World Series. Yeah, I got those both down. Don't you worry. All right. So... <laughs> I mean, is that is that all we got for yeah, the show? Yeah, I mean that's all I got for tonight. Um, obviously the one story that I've been uh that I've been watching over this week and kind of want to keep an eye on is Gronk because we know the big question with Gronk is, you know, he's been injured a lot in his career. The fact that he is hands down the greatest tight end to ever play football and has been the greatest tight end in the league every year and probably one of the best players in the league and he's only playing like twelve games a season. You think you're gonna even try to compare him and Tony Gonzalez? He's so much better than Tony. Tony Gonzalez with us. Oh, he's so God. much better, bro. He's got he's he's gonna surpass Tony Gonzalez in every stat if he plays like five more seasons. Dude, Tony Gonzalez was I don't even want to talk about this because Aaron Hernandez is actually the greatest tight end that ever would have played football, but obviously that's a slower subject, so we won't go into that. 
But um, the big question is, is Gronk going to come back? Is he going to retire? Is he going to go to the WWE? Because, honestly, if he retires, he probably will go to the WWE. He's definitely going to go to the WWE at some point. At some point. There's not a doubt about it. But the question is, is that this season or no? But no. Um, I read, a, you know, I read that they're at the Patriots and Gronks are uh, the Patriots and Gronk are uh, at odds a little bit on their discussions as far as contract. I think time, you know, I think time is maybe difficult for the Patriots and Gronk. They they both kind of have different lengths in their mind. Um, I don't know if that's who wants longer, or who wants shorter. I don't know if Gronk doesn't want to be kind of tied into something that he might potentially walk away from, or if he's looking for a long term thing and the Patriots don't believe that he's going to stay healthy. I don't know, but that's yeah. <laughs> It's Gronk. Pay the guy. Yeah, he's the best player, in, you know, on your team. So I would give him whatever he wants. But um, and if I'm the Patriots, I throw three years at whatever amount he wants. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, I wouldn't blame him if he walked away. I mean, Gronk's been the poster boy for. He's I've saved. Stay there. No, I think he will. I think he'll come back at least for a year or two. They have unfinished business. I think after last year, they definitely have a chance to. They should make a Super Bowl run again. They should probably win the Super Bowl next year. Um, uh, but. You know, again, it's the Patriots. Every year we have them, and you have to at least put them in discussion. Which oh, they'll definitely be there, insane. but, I mean. I know, the Eagles. NFC is. Yeah, the NFC Eagles, the Vikings, be. maybe the Giants, please, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? I mean, Gronk's had a lot of injuries. Those those neck and, and, and head injuries have definitely taken a toll on him. Um, but he's, like, such a big dummy anyways. Does it really matter if he gets his brain rattled a little bit? Like, <laughs> his brain like ever work to begin with that question, up there like, anyways? Just play a few more years, Gronk. Do what you got to do to cement your NFL legacy. Yeah. Get another ring that you're actually a part of the team for. Yes. Um, just do that, and wrestling's always going to be there. And I, the thing about wrestling, like you're going to go to wrestling where they get like just as many, like not exactly. just as many, they, but like but they the get concussed all the time there. too. So it's like. Yeah, it's not like he's taking a step back and he's going to, you know. Dude, it's Gronk. He's going to be there. He's. Yeah. <sighs> Stop it's worrying about his brain being yeah, rattled. It's just like a, it's, He'll be just fine. Exactly. Yeah, Gronk. He, he, I love it. Like when he was in the concussion protocol between like the cha- championship game and the Super Bowl, everyone's like, "How do you know when Gronk clears for concussion protocol?" Because like he's an idiot yeah. at all times. Yeah, exactly. So it's like just. I don't think that's a concern. I think it's just like you know more of a. Of course, the media is going to latch onto everything. Like, oh, you know, issue in issue in the Patriots organization. Gronk and the Patriots are not oh, seeing eye to eye. He might leave. Like I think it's just way more like everybody looking to jump on the the you know Patriot hate bandwagon and just kind of throw shots at them. Which you know I understand. I would I would if I wasn't a Patriot um, supporter like I am, I would do the same. Fuck the Pats. <laughs> Fuck the Pats. I can't help how much I respect and love Tom and Bill. I hate both of them. Bill Belichick should have been the coach of the Giants, and Brady sucks and can't beat us. That's true. I definitely wish Belichick was our coach. It would be so good. That's a good note to leave it on for today. I do, too. I think that's Happier times when the Giants were good yeah. and not picking season. number two Hopefully. in the NFL draft oh, after a 3-13 season. If we blow this number two pick in any way, shape, or form. I'm we're not the Jets. We won't. All right. That's the show, folks. Um, you know the deal. See us on Facebook, Twitter, all the social medias. Show us some love. Show us some support. We love you guys. We're coming back, doing what we can. You know, we missed you guys, so we couldn't uh, we couldn't stay away for too long. So we love you yeah, all. Yeah, it was almost a year, to be honest. With yeah, you. I was looking like when I was looking through recap. the old stuff. It was literally like a year. It's crazy. Thank God we got back after. Because I remember we did the mock draft. I remember doing a mock draft, and we did a draft recap. We're getting there, so 
Definitely. Hopefully, we'll figure a way to get this shit on iTunes. <laughs> so that way we could just have it there. But until then, you know the deal. HighlyControversialSports.com. That's where it's at. That's where it's always will be at. One love, everybody. And until next time. Peace.